0: how to dream cowboys welcome back to the Westworld fan podcast today we're going to talk about episode 5 of season 2 akane no mai directed by craig zobel and written by dan deitz i'm james
1: and i'm ryan and this is the west world podcast you didn't have a lot of confidence on the rider's name
0: there, James. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, well, this is, it looks like a German name, so probably Deitz or Deeps.
1: <laughs> it is very clear you have never seen that name before, and you really <laughs> had to wing it.
0: <laughs> At least with, like, with Craig Zobel, like, I can put that together. Yeah, Z's are
1: easy letters to understand. Deitz, oh, have, Dan Deitz. Have- yeah, those IEs, those those awful, awful vowels get in the way of saying words. It's a
0: tough time. Let's talk about Westworld. We've been mentioning this the last three episodes, but people are fed up with Dolores uh, and they're sick of her and they're sick of her bullshit.
1: You're really just getting right into it. It's like you just sat down on your therapist's couch. And you're like, I'm sick of Dolores's bullshit. I'm gonna spend the next sixty minutes talking about this. So get your butt in gear and shut your shut your yapper. I have a lot to say. I don't know why but you we were talk talking to your about therapist this that way.
0: <laughs> before recording. And you said that this is gonna build towards something, and people people need to to temper their expectations. Yeah. So
1: like, I think. There's a master plan, and Dolores is going about it in a way that could be described as dickish. But I think in the end, her and Maeve are sort of going for the same thing, just in such opposite ways. It's incredible, and and per- perhaps purposeful. So
0: it It's very much like Professor X and Magneto, and, and it gets more so like that in this episode, because of Maeve. At moments, it is Professor
1: X and Magneto, just Michael Fassbender's on screen. And I'm like, oh, your jaw is so strong. It's nuts.
0: Yeah, if only he had his red laser vision uh, in this episode when he needed it.
1: Oh, James Marsden as Cyclops. Yeah, he did not have laser vision (laughs) and he would have needed it as the fire metaphors are hurled at him, perhaps to shoot them out of the air like he's duck hunting. It didn't go well
0: for Teddy, huh? Didn't go well for Teddy at all. So we only got Bernard in one scene. It was the first scene of the episode, which maybe this is kind of telling because they keep kind of coming back to Bernard and the security team searching the labs. Strand's team has halfway finished dragging host corpses out of the valley. And one of the texts tells Strand that all of the host's backup data has been destroyed in the fire.
1: And as all of this is being said, Carl Strand is looking at Bernie. Like, as things are being said, he kind of wants to know what Bernie feels about the situation. And as Bernie doesn't pay attention to anything that's being said by Antoine behind him. Which, a telling thing has been said, that a third of the hosts have been mind-wiped. So, you have to ask yourself, who did that, and why, and perhaps we'll cover it a little... In the theory section, I I teased it. That was a tease.
0: Other than that one scene, we spend the rest of the episode with Dolores and Maeve, and let's talk about the Dolores storyline, which is the one people uh, don't like anymore.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, it's not that they don't like... Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, they don't like it. Which is funny,
0: because last season, everyone... Well, at least you and I were really into Dolores' storyline and we're like, eh, the Maeve storyline, eh, where's it going? And now we've totally switched on that. You know what's weird about
1: TV shows? You tend to like the protagonist who you want to root for. And at this moment, that for me is the man in black who's like within the middle of a wonderful redemption story, as opposed to Dolores, who is giving off some like Mussolini vibes and being really mean to the people who love her the most. And perhaps it's all part of a master plan, but she has decided to live her life in a way where she burns the
0: cows. So, uh, it's hard. I don't know. It's hard to root for. When they reach Sweetwater, it's totally desolated and abandoned. Dolores and Teddy come across the train that brings the newcomers in, and Dolores orders it to be repaired, they head into Maeve's saloon to grab a drink, and Dolores explains her plan to go after the security team that kidnapped her pa, and we finally get Clementine Bowl 2018. It was so exciting. Yeah,
1: hashtag best name bowl 2018. I'll repeat that. Hashtag best name bowl 2018. The two Clementines came together like we've been asking for on Game of Thrones for years and years with the hound and the mountain coming. Uh, is that right? Did I get Game of Thrones right? Yes, sir. I did. Thank gosh. It's been off for a while, James. It, the mind is going. You know, I need to be. I need to do a rewatch, maybe. Hey, look at that.
0: Yeah, I think people people are forgetting things. I, it's funny because even Amelia Clark, like she does, she never refers to her character as Daenerys. She refers to her character as Khaleesi, and I'm like, yeah, people haven't really called her that in a while. It doesn't seem like you're that checked in Amelia <laughs> yeah you have not you haven't read one forum about your
1: you are you are insular at the moment you're inside of an igloo of yourself Anywho yeah hashtag best but before we get there uh, I need to ask you Dolores sent people out to go look for her father like immediately you, like remember like she got shot twice uh, which was in that uh, video that Bernard saw on the beach. That she had two bullet wounds in her chest. So, like, she sent teams out already. So, the train... Like, how's the train gonna help to find Peter Abernathy? And is it possible that the train's not doing that, and it's doing something
0: else? Yeah, it's just gonna smash into Charlotte Hale's headquarters or something. On newly laid tracks, which are on top of host bodies.
1: Yeah, and being, like... And as the Man in Black rode by the, in those tracks, he was like, those aren't supposed to go this way. Why are they going west now? Perhaps west is towards the Mesa. Who knows?
0: But the meeting of the Clementines is not, you know, not what we expect the clegain Bowl to be. It no. was pretty sad, actually.
1: Tragic. Awful. Made me want to be dead and crying and balled up on the floor and just, like, asking myself who I am and what I want to be.
0: <laughs> like, I, it really, oh my god, it murdered my feelings. Dolores and Teddy head off to the prairie where they used to stand and repeat romantic dialogue back in their loops. Teddy asks, again, why they don't just run away and be together. Dolores tells this disturbing story of when they had to burn all the sick and weak cattle on her ranch to save the other ones. Basically saying that there is no peaceful solution.
1: Yeah, she asked Teddy what he would do, and he gave the wrong answer. He's like, I would just, like, quarantine the ones who had the blue tongue. And she was like, yeah, that is a good idea. If you're an idiot, Teddy, you burn them. You burn them, and you watch the fire. And he's like, oh, jeez, some um, crepes, Dolores. You are, t- you're scary AF.
0: Theory. Okay. Westworld does take place. That Westworld is Park Number Four, and Dolores and Daenerys are just like um, Akane and Maeve, and um, Lee kind of crib noted Dolores and and Daenerys, and they're actually the same character.
1: The thing is, you're kidding. But they might have six more seasons and by uh, season six, like Lisa Joy and Jonah Nolan could have been like, they might be gone three seasons ago. You don't even, like this could be in someone else's hands and they go, you know what? We own it. Do it. Whatever. Pull the, pull it. Do it. They'd make it weird.
0: That night, Angela brings Dolores, a security team member who gives up Charlotte and Peter Abernathy's location. Dolores decides she's going to head there tomorrow. First, she takes Teddy up to bed, she asks him if he can still love her, seeing as how they're not the same people anymore, but he pledges himself to her all the same, and then they embrace, and there's a pretty, like, basic cable sex scene, not not that uh, HBO-y. No, it looked like a
1: sex scene between two movie stars who you have to pay way, way more money to do anything more than what we got. But we did get to see James Marsden's muscular back, so that was nice, and his butt.
0: Yeah, if you th- were watching X-Men and you're like, I wonder what Cyclops' butt looks like? Question answered.
1: Yep, you know now. you It is, uh, it's there. It's there. That's what I'll say about it. Anywho... Uh, as this was happening, it felt it was romantic, but also ominous, which is a thing that this show pulls off a lot of the time. Actually, it's sort of like the default for this show:
0: romantic and ominous. Dolores wakes Teddy up in the middle of the night and takes him to the. T- takes him behind the saloon. She tells him that their love transcends the narrative that was written for them. And then shows him a gross decomposing host. Is that what that was? Shows him a gross dead body on a table.
1: Yeah, it, I, I don't know exactly what it was. I was I was looking at it trying to do get my best guess. It was just something that was creepy and weird on the table. It, I think it was a prop to be like, oh, right, yo, Teddy, you don't know, And but this was just a kidnapping. We kidnapped you, and, and like I said before... You can't go to a second place during a kidnapping. If you stay at the first place, everything's fine. When you go to the second place, you walk into a room with a weird corpse, with a maggoty corpse. On Was it Ford, maybe? No, it wasn't. Was it? No. I don't think it was. I have no idea what it was. Anywho, there was a corpse, and he looked down, and he was like, Oh, are things about to go wrong for me? Oh, dang it.
0: Dolores tells Teddy that he is too weak to survive what will come next, and that she has him restrained by other hosts, while her prisoner tech uses a tablet to change his personality against his will, and Dolores' moral high ground evaporates, and she becomes a lot like the humans.
1: Okay, so, two options. Number one, the thing that, if you're not reading into the show at all, and you're just taking it at face value, the thing that any normal audience member would be thinking right now is, oh, So you banged him like two hours ago, then woke him up during the night, took him down into the basement, and ostensibly murdered him. That's super nice of you. I don't think I like you anymore, Dolores. Me and you. Friendship. If you were in my top eight on MySpace, boop, right out of there. I'd have booped you out for Tom. But here's this other thing. If it's option two, and she just lied to Teddy, and in some way, shape, or form... He'll come back because it's James Marsden, and why would you not use James Marsden more in your season? He, it, why would he just be dead? It stands to reason for him to to come back and and be something. Lisa Joy in interviews has been like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, James Marsden does something like the, he does something this this season, and it feels like if this was the end, it would not fulfill that amount of enthusiasm from her. So, so it, I think Dolores has something in pl- like planned for teddy it's just not exactly clear what it is and why she's being so mean to him during it
0: that brings us to the mave storyline the real centerpiece for this episode a lot of fun it's time to be happy that's awesome oh man the
1: happiness is it's like washing over me Oh my God, the Maeve storyline. I I think I said before, like, okay, well, let's go talk about the masterpiece and the piece of shit, which is an which is an over embellishment. The Dolores storyline, especially uh, if like you know the end of the season vindicates, it is not that bad. But like, if when you put it up against what the Maeve storyline was last night, oh my God, it doesn't even. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's talk about it.
0: Team Maeve are kidnapped by residents of Shogun World. Maeve tries to command them with her superpowers, but she forgets to speak Japanese and doesn't work. And she gets bound and gagged, and they all get marched through a battleground until dawn, and everyone's in a terrible mood. Oh, and yeah, they all kind of sound like Sylvester at that time. They've all
1: succumbed to his melancholy. And as... Maeve is is trying to get the robots to do what she wants in a, in a, in that moment you're like oh they are kind of like the ghost nation and for some reason it's not working on them and then it gets le- told to her through exposition did Lee tell her was it Lee or yes. Hector yeah it was, so it was Lee and as you'll see in this entire section of this episode Lee is basically your exposition bot. He's here to tell you exactly kind of what's happening and why it's happening. And he, because he knows things because he's, he wrote all of this. Like he, he's like the director. He's like the writer on set being like, okay, so this is why this is wrong. And this is what this should have been. Like he, he's making sense out of all of it. So he kind of like takes you through this wild journey and, and makes you understand it. So, He tells Maeve, like, yeah, you didn't say it in the right language. And she was like, and I thought immediately of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like, what are the rules? Like, I didn't know the rules. Nobody told me the rules. I have superpowers,
0: but I didn't know there are rules. They are taken to a town in Shogun World. I don't think we got the name of the town. I would like to know if it's like the Japanese word for Sweetwater, though, because that'd be funny.
1: It would be, or just like a town from a Kurosawa film, because that's what they were going for. I think
0: a battle breaks out while a kind of old fashioned Japanese instrument version of painted black starts playing. And you realize that it's the same thing that happened in episode one in Sweetwater and that the bad guy who's kidnapped them Musashi is just a Japanese version of Hector and the brothel that he's attacking is run by the Japanese version of Maeve named Akane. Akane? Yeah.
1: Okay, I just want to make sure, because until you said it just now, I was not a hundo on exactly how to pronounce that. But yes, we are witnessing the doppelgangers. I thought a little bit of uh, How I Met Your Mother in this moment because of the amount that they they always talked about they're doppelgangers and that everyone has a doppelganger out there in the world but in this instance as lee explains he's like yeah uh we just kind of like plagiarized what other stuff that was happening in other worlds because usually people either go to like one or the other so we just kind of like made it over here again and changed all the characters and changed the names but kept the basic meat of the storyline and that story that loop is occurring although it's a little it's a little weird. Things are obviously going weirder because some of the newer hosts are, you know, going insane. Just like the other, some of the other ones are in The Raj and, and in Westworld. Uh, Sylvester says, great, we're captured by samurai cop killers. Fuck me. And I was like, oh, you and Elsie. You and Elsie together on the Upward, using it to the best of your ability, really. You're keeping this show afloat, honestly.
0: So the doppelgangers that we have are Akane is Maeve. And Musashi is Hector. And then there's a third one. Hanario is Armistice, Armistice yeah. And Armistice and, and Hanario have some weird like, sexual attention going on. They, I they ship
1: wanna... it. I ship it <laughs> yeah. so, so much. This is basically a shot-for-shot remake of the Sweetwater heist just done in a, a, a Shogun version of it. And then we get the close-ups of the doppelgangers, and they all react really differently to each other. Like Armistice and... What's her doppelganger's name? Hanario. Hanario. Hanario and Armistice immediately lock eyes and are like, Oh, oh, we're best friends,
0: and and we don't want to ever leave each other. So, speaking Japanese, Maeve is able to get everyone to stop what they're doing and basically join her. They, later on, they're watching a Geisha performance. Maeve is a little annoyed. She wants to just get going. But Lee's like, no, you have to follow the protocol while you're here. or They're not going to trust you. Everybody's tripping out about meeting their, what did, what did uh, Lee call it? they they're, they're doppelbots. Doppelbots. That's it. Although bot, bottle gator. Nah, that's bad. Yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> no, no. That's way better. James. B- Bottle Ganger, <laughs>
1: yeah, Bottle Gator. I think he's said Gator. <laughs> Have you ever uh, had a doppelganger, Ryan? I mean, in college, people said I looked like Ed Helms from The Hangover, but it was—I
0: st- <laughs> think it was a stretch. And yeah, from your la- from your laugh, I guess it's not. <laughs> At college, people used to come up to me and and greet me with a different name. Actually, it was Ryan. They'd say, "Hey, Ryan, what's going on?" And I'd be like, "Oh, you got the wrong guy." And then eventually I ran into this guy and he did look a lot like me, but he was slightly more handsome and that hurt.
1: Oh, but at least they saw you and were like, "Ooh, he he is that. Look at that handsome. Ryan, looking fellow. <laughs> Wait, but uh, so when you met him, did you talk to him about that?
0: Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, you must be James. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, this happens, huh?
1: <laughs> I'm so glad it also happened to him. He's like, your two paths coming, colliding the through the universe, and just for... And because you're in the same space and being called the same name, your meeting was inevitable. That is romantic, and if you had fallen in love and married him, it would have been... I'm not saying moving to Japan and marrying someone over there isn't incredibly romantic, James. I'm just saying this other version would
0: have been better, and you should have done that. Interrupting the show is an emissary from the (laughs) shogun (laughs) who is uh, announcing his intention to basically kidnap one of the geisha named Sakura and take her to the shogun to be his property. And Akane stands up to him and totally stabs the dude in the eye, which, according to Lee, is not how that was supposed to go down.
1: Yeah, again, the the director's commentary, he's like, oh, okay, well, I wrote it again, and that is that is not how this is supposed to be. Akane is, is more aggressive. It feels like a lot of them are more aggressive than they should be right now. And Lee kind of forces Akane kind of post-murder session, pers- post-fight like, to be like, oh, you know what what you should do next?
0: Go to Snow Lake, your cornerstone that also has a tunnel out of here. I have a plan. Yeah, Maeve offers to rescue this girl since bringing her to her hometown was basically near the exit of Shogun World where they want to go anyway. Right, and also Sakura reminds her of her daughter, a tiny bit. Although I, I think like, is Sakura not supposed to be like the Clementine of Shogun World? That's what right. I thought. Exactly. She basically is Clementine, which
1: Maeve also feels kind of like when she had to say goodbye to Clementine. It it was actually sh- sad, but I mean, to best to her, to her knowledge, Clementine's dead. She got lobotomized. She saw her die. If she finds out one day that Clementine is back, she'll be overjoyed because Clementine is as close to a daughter to her as. Like, not the only person who is closer to her as her daughter is her actual daughter, and she hasn't seen her in a long time, and she's seen Clementine slightly recently. So, yeah, Sakura is is kind of filling both
0: roles simultaneously, which makes it like a double punch. Right, like, obviously, Lee couldn't just do an A to B, copy everything over. Some of these plot lines should be a little different. You know cowboys and samurais aren't exactly binary
1: yeah no it, it, you have to have you have to have tendrils dreams it has to be you has to be you have to be allowed to have a moment as a guest here in shogun world which is harder than westworld and why would anyone ever go there with swords how do you make a sword not cut you that's a great
0: point that night they're attacked by some ninja musashi and hector begrudgingly work together to fight them off Maeve is getting strangled by a ninja and she's not able to use her voice commands. But that prompts her to use this kind of robot telepathy, which she uses to force all the ninja to kill themselves.
1: Yeah, very Stranger Things, very, you know, any strong telepath, uh, perhaps a a bit of a Jean Grey, you could say, as one time in their life thought... (laughs) Why don't I just murder everyone and if they get the chance you know maybe sometimes they take it and Maeve she she took it she took it pretty hard
0: once everything is settled down though they realize that Sakura was kidnapped during the commotion and just then the shogun's lieutenant arrives with a cadre of samurai he calls Akane out and Hector and Musashi go out to face him but as the fight starts, Maeve freezes everyone and then leaves town without Hector and Musashi for some reason.
1: Right. Couldn't he? she have froze everyone sooner and and taken Hector and Musashi? I, I don't know. It was weird. It, it seems like it just had to happen narratively because if Hector and Musashi were there with the Shogun.
0: They're too OP.
1: Yeah, it would have been different, so, like, they had to leave them out somehow, so they were like, I don't know, just leave them behind, we'll, we'll, they'll be back together later, but, yeah, Maeve gets on out of there, they, Lee's like, I'm gonna take a fucking moment, okay? God dang it. This is a lot. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I guess that means we can look forward to, um, probably some Musashi Hector scenes, like, they're gonna have their own thing. Basically, McCree and Hanzo are going to hang out together in the next episode.
1: I would watch that buddy comedy weeknights
0: uh, on ABC for eight, maybe even ten seasons. They arrive at the Shogun's camp with the plan of disguising Lee as the Chinese ambassador. Well, I guess all the foreigners look the same. Wow. Racist. They meet with the Shogun, who is seriously malfunctioning. He's got milk coming out of his ears, just like Bernard did.
1: Yeah, so they thought he was woke at first. They thought he was like, oh, he's just off the rails. And then Lee's like, no, 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 he has cortical fluid leakage. And as you know, you can't be that woke when you have cortical fluid leakage, which is kind of a weird thing to bring up again and might be just like a a little nod to what was happening to Bernie and what might be happening to him
0: in the earlier episodes. The Shogun has had his officers cut their ears off to protect them from Maeve because he heard there's a witch on the loose. So gnarly. Also, so
1: gnarly. It's, I liked it so much. I was like, oh, that, you, they must, uh, I mean, that's, it was kind of like the Unsullied, you know? Although they had to make this choice. The Unsullied didn't get a choice in Game of Thrones. Th- that had to be like a meeting.
0: Man, if you had to lose either your ears or your dick, Ryan, which would you choose?
1: It ears ears ear. if I could have <laughs> said that word faster, I would shout it to the rooftop. Ears do you think in the ears meeting though there was one guy in the back like it was said like okay we're we're she's a she's a telepath and she uses her speech to make us do things. So ipso facto problem solving skills we're all gonna cut off our ears and everyone's like, yes, oh yes great idea so good and then one dude in the back's like um but I, I I'm like a musician I, I've been playing <laughs> the, the banjo for a long long time yeah Ralph I don't know why the samurai would be called Ralph but Ralph we don't care about the band yeah I know I know I just have a lot of hours so I, I just want I feel like if I didn't fight for it I, I would regret
0: it I would probably have to go dick man cause like I don't know <laughs> I've already got a son, right, so... Wow. Yeah, it would be lame to to no longer have a dick, but at least I could still, you know, enjoy music and movies and, and talking to people and hearing their response and podcasts. Ears, no question in my mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like hearing. Like,
0: whatever, man. The Shogun has a plan for Sakura to do some kind of solo dance performance. Akane tries to, like, buy her freedom, but the Shogun says he will only free Sakura if they perform together. Why the pomp and circumstance in retrospect? Like,
1: why did he have to make it a whole thing? Why? If he was going to do this, if he was going to, if he was going to do the thing, like, it was it just because he wanted, he was being dramatic?
0: Also, it's like, Shogun, do you have nothing else going on than tormenting these, these two girls? This is it. His that's his job, by the way. Like, he gets up in the morning, he
1: puts on his he puts on his samurai outfit, one one sword holder at a time, like everyone else, and he's like, Oh, gotta get to work. Be in the shogun. Go find me some women to antagonize. And 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 tell her I'm not gonna stab her, and then be like, Oh,
0: gotcha. Oh. I am untrustworthy. That night Mave and Akane are brought to Sakura, who has been branded with a Sakura tree on her back. Oh my god, how sad was that? Like
1: it, it felt like it, like Akane looked at it and, and knew like her life was different now. It was. It actually reminded me of Unforgiven with with uh, you know, the whole basis of Unforgiven is that a, a prostitute got cut and. And she's maimed forever now, and and her profession is is this, and she can't do the thing she's been training. And, and like the only thing that she has, you took her life away from her, which is what Akane is realizing, and Sakura already knows as they're looking, and and Mave at the same time is like, you think that is your biggest problem? That's that's small potatoes compared to your biggest problem. But but you don't you don't even know.
0: Akane consoles. Sakura and tells her the same story just a little bit different that Maeve used to tell people back in Sweetwater. Maeve tells Akane about her daughter and she wants to bring Akane and Sakura with her and she tries to use her telepathy to make Akane join her but um she's able to resist Maeve.
1: It kind of felt like if Maeve decided after Akane Ak- Akane
0: how do you say it again? Akane, <laughs> Akane.
1: If Maeve wanted to go back in and try once more to Akane after, after she resisted the first time, Maeve could have just like no, I, you. That's cute, but no, you're you're coming with me. She could have, but she respected herself. Like she respected her doppelbot resisting. Like exactly like she would have like no i i want to make my own choice and and i want to do my own thing and and Maeve saw that in her she saw herself and was like i'm i'm not going to force i'm going to spare akane the the truth which is you know you you keep living and and you keep being here cuz this is too sad for me even to be doing and i don't want to keep putting my thing on everybody else even when it is me
0: Later that night, Sakura and Akane are about to start their performance. And the shogun stops them. He says, wait, wait, before you start, let me get on stage. And he stabs Sakura in the stomach. And he's like, she's free now. You can take her like this. Which causes Maeve to have, like, trauma flashbacks of the Man in Black. So, ah. Uh,
1: I mean, classic bad guy move, right? Like, the the bait and switch. The make you think you're not going to be dead for five hours and then immediately stab? It's classic bad guy stuff, and it makes you hate the person immediately, which it did. It succeeded. He did that. And I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. I hope and kind of know that you're going to get murdered in a weird, fun way.
0: Akane is forced to lip sync for her life and do the performance alone. She kills Towards the
1: she's like into it too like you're like i don't maybe she just lost her maves equivalent to maves daughter equivalent to clementine to mave like that that level she just lost her and then you kind of saw in her eyes well i guess the best way to murder him is to dance to dance like i've never danced before
0: she dances. She gets up close to him. He makes like a dirty look like he's expecting a lap dance. How or does something. he not like, know? <laughs>
1: How does he not know what's about that? Their hair sticks are sharp. How does he not know?
0: Yeah, I don't know what you call those hair tying pointy sticks. They, they look like uh, knitting needles, but she stabs him in the throat. I think she when she goes all the way around his neck with them. She decapitates him with the hair stick, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. Go I have awesome. a joke. I
0: have a joke for only people who speak Japanese.
1: Oh, gosh. Okay.
0: What do you say when the shogun dies? What do you say? You say, shogun nai. Anybody who speaks Japanese is going to love that. Anyway.
1: <laughs> You're not going <laughs> to explain it to me? No. Okay. Well. then please someone I can
0: explain it to you but I mean don't leave it in the episode because now we're getting too tangential
1: no 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 don't don't explain it to me I want someone to tweet me and tell me what it means
0: (laughs) just as they're all about to be executed for this crime Maeve uses her telepathy once again to make all the samurai in the camp kill each other a huge army from another camp starts to descend on them and Lee's like game over man but Maeve defiantly draws her sword A thing we we missed and have to fill
1: in here is that Lee has a tablet at some point during a chaos scene earlier in the in the show. He was he kind of knew where near Snow Lake, where there was a place that had a tablet and he grabbed it like a like a real like a real uh, kind of courageous act from a coward.
0: Anton Chekhov would be so disappointed if we didn't mention that he got a communicator off of a dead tech.
1: He really. Yes, exactly. And so Lee takes this moment of insanity, uh, and, you know, as one of the only things around him that's not a robot being completely mind-melded, perhaps through the mesh network by Maeve that has Ford powers, and just, like, now knows the language, so she took everyone over, and he was just like, Oh, oh I'm out of 5,000!
0: Here's a little inside baseball thing for you. They built this Shogun World town Right next to where they built the Sweetwater set so that they could make them like as similar as possible. That, so they're basically a mirror image of each other. That must be fun to, to walk through.
1: That must be an amazing to walk through. Ptolemy Slocum said that he, it was like one of his favorite days. Like They got to walk through the, the mirror set and ask questions about it. But you can tell they made it completely parallel, completely mirrored, because they knew that they were going to make a shot-for-shot remake of the Sweetwater heist. And so they were like, yeah, we'll just use the same shot list and ha- and recreate it. But with Shogun World things, easy peasy lemon squeezy. And I'm sure Craig Zobel in that moment was like, okay, so you're, you're telling me is that for 10 minutes of my of the my episode that I get to direct, I just have to like do this thing that someone else did already. And they were like, yeah, but this time it's with Shogun
0: World. So pretty cool. What I like about this show is that because of the premise, they can do all of these weird one-off genre pieces like the Black Mirror episode we saw before and now this like samurai tangent that we're on. And there's still, what, three more parks we know nothing about? One of them, obviously, is uh, Game of Thrones World. I can't wait till we get there. Wow. Okay. Projecting. <laughs> And, uh, I, I don't know if we can go 10 seasons, 10 seasons is a lot, but I hope that they do kind of tease this stuff out slowly and that I, I hope Raj and, and Shogun World is all we see this season. Cause I want to be surprised next season when they pull out the other stuff.
1: Well, and I will take this like 20 seconds to be a naysayer and then I will wipe it away and I will cut it out, but... I will say right now, and for the record, uh, ratings are down a little bit for the show. Oops. And it it takes a lot of money to make. So I think there will be more seasons for sure because this is the horse that HBO picked and they don't want to look like they gave up on something that is so big. But I think they will get less money in the future. So I wonder how this show will change based on expectation because I think it's going up in quality and staying steady in storytelling and probably going up in cinematography uh, from the first season. But we do have to understand and abide by the reality that less people are watching this show and they need to do something to make more people watch it. Which is you know easy to say and probably pretty hard to do. I can solve both of those problems. Three words. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait! Five words. Wait, wait. Oh, <laughs> well, I knew it. I knew. I thought I knew what it was when you said three words. I was like, "Well, easy." Game of Thrones. What's the five words? Oh, is it crossover something? Yeah, I it, got, it. got it. <laughs> wow, I feel like I just finished the New York cro- crossword puzzle.
0: Yeah. What is a uh, uh, a five letter word for save Westworld? Crossover. That's like eight letters. Anyway. Oh, money is six letters.
1: Wait, no, it's not. It's five. I'm going to edit that part out. <laughs> Money's five letters.
0: Yeah, we're going to sound so smart when this is all edited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, can, we know how many letters there are in words.
1: <laughs> I can count. I'm both literate and mathematical.
0: So, guys, we're going to get into tweets and theories now. So if you want to keep your virgin ears from hearing potentially true theories, this is your chance to duck out. But it, and if you are leaving,
1: I would like you to please go to iTunes and give us a wonderful review. We now have a website, thewestworldpodcast.com. It looks super pretty. Go check that out. We now have a Patreon. Nobody has given us any money yet, but you could be the first. How 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 neat would that be? Give us give us a dollar and be a part of the Clementine Pennyfeather Feather Best Name Club. I'm we it's made it up. It's in the ether, but it does matter to us. A lot.
0: (laughs) We just talked about this. Let's talk about it again. Lauren at Very Lovely LJ says, I'm getting bored with this season, guys. Crying emoji. As much as I enjoy Evan Rachel Wood, her being Wyatt is frustrating. Every scene I'm asking, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Why do I care? She's just talking in riddles the whole time. I think
1: you're you're doing a great justice for her tone, first off. So, one a uh, good job on that. Secondly, yeah, uh, I get it. And a lot of the people on the internet also feel similarly. So, uh, this is what I'll say. Dolores and Maeve's storyline are directly in- parallel to each other for a reason. You're seeing Maeve make decisions like, you know, sparing Akane's memory and understanding of her world and letting her resist while Teddy also tried to resist and y- you saw how that went so they're taking a they have the same like a to b but they are going on you know one's on the high road and one's on the low road in a very like not literal way I don't know, are they at different elevations probably not so in a metaphorical way but anywho If the Trojan idea, if the Trojan robot idea is real and the hosts that the third, the third of the hosts were that were wiped were wiped because like this, they were wiped by perhaps Dolores because they were just getting rid of security footage of what happened. And because there's a plan and, and you can't have the people just be able to look up the plan and, you know, all those robots were dead in that, in the Valley of the Great Beyond, including Teddy whom, as we know, is changed because Dolores changed him. So, and then where did they bring them? Where did they bring all those robots, James?
0: I don't know, but they, I'll tell you what. They're, they're what in the I mesa.
1: They're in the mesa. We okay. see Teddy, like Bernard. Remember at the beginning of this episode, Bernard, like, looks over Teddy's body, like, all the bodies from the valley inside the mesa. And he's, and he kind of looks at them like, hmm, what are those doing here?
0: Nah, but I, I've, I've, you know, obviously theories abound about what's going on in that valley. Zombie robots. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought too. I'm like, oh, maybe they just meant to look dead and they are going to come back to life and start eating the humans. Which would make sense because Lisa Joy said that
1: Teddy's part is way, way bigger this season. And again, he has to do something else. And right now he's dead. So he, he kind of got ollied it from Game of Thrones. He kind of got like, you know, brought out to the shed and shot but uh, robots can be... Why would she change him if he's not coming back? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, I think she basically is going to melt his brain and bring him back as like one of her new enforcers.
1: And then the train
0: pulls into the station, and she's there too and
1: has an army at her back. When, what can she do then? We got
0: another tweet from Scott at ScottAMCG. Will you be investigating the theory of the cradle this week? I think you brought that up a second ago. Believed to be the virtual scenario tester that Bernard wakes up in the start of the series. Also, the trailer for next week where Dolores appears to be giving Bernard slash Arnold a fidelity test. Hmm.
1: Yeah, echoing what William was doing to James Delos. Don't you miss that episode? Couldn't? Don't you kind of wish you just could watch that episode again? Like erase it from your brain and rewatch it? So,
0: (laughs) we talked about this before recording, and you had mentioned that the Cradle Theory... Well, what? So, like, basically, Bernard did really do all this stuff that we're seeing this season, but he's not doing it now. Now it's kind of going through his brain, and they're checking what happened. So, I'm not 100% sure on if he
1: did the stuff on the beach for sure, like, in real life, or it's just a simulator, because the Cradle has been... It's been mentioned, like, is not only kind of a, like, a data search engine that can go through a a host's brain really quickly. It is also a simulator that you can run hosts through different, you know, actual scenarios and see what their reactions are to them. Perhaps run them through a scenario in which a lot of things are happening around them and... You just keep asking them questions and and keep- p- bringing up where Peter Abernathy is like that's kind of the thing you're trying to figure out and and uh and hopefully that Bernard tells you and he's probably in the mesa doing so. I bet a lot of things are gonna happen all at once, like Bernard wakes up with a thing on his head and Teddy comes alive, and Dolores rides in on the
0: train all at once. That'd be nuts, so I have a theory basically not about something that's mysterious that's gonna happen but uh, something that I believe will happen maybe not this season, but eventually Mave is gonna kill the man in black. I think they just they're building towards that. She keeps having flashbacks to basically him ruining her life. It's because of him that she freaked out and got reassigned to the saloon and I think we're gonna get the man in blacks redemption. Just before Maeve revenge kills him. So
1: I think the man in black has to die, right? Like, yeah, Ford is pointing out to the man in black that there's something in his past. He doesn't fully understand. If you're not, if you're looking forward, you're not looking in the right direction. Actually, uh, we can go back to that in a moment, but I wanted to say, I I really liked... I read something this week like, I don't think Ford's coming back. He's the music now. Like, He's in all of these hosts. He spent years and years doing this. I don't think he would cheapen that by making a body come back with him. And who is that red orb? And if it's not Ford, who is it? Is it Arnold? I don't know. Anywho. uh, So, we're talking about the man in black who wants to die, right? In his perfect world, he... Likes himself eventually. He redeems himself in the eyes of his daughter, whom he is now face to face with. And redeems himself in his the eyes of his now deceased suicide wife, who he caused the suicide of. So I think he deserves to die and wants to die. So the question is, will Westworld give us justice and let Maeve do it? Or let Dolores do it, or let Emily do it. There are a lot of people who would gain justice, would gain closure by killing William. So who will they give it to if anybody? Or Ah man, that's ah, that's a cool question. If Maeve did it, that I mean, obviously she she deserves to kill him, but so do a few other people.
0: Alright, we could uh, James
1: good to go. James James
0: yeah yes
1: no not we're not good to go yet two more things number one do you you have any more do you have any better
0: new things about who's in that orb dude the Bernie orb I I don't this is probably gonna be like a big twist like oh my god it was it was Stubbs the whole time but I honestly (laughs) think if it's not if it's not Bernard then it's Ford some peeps are it's saying not Arnold. If it's not Arnold, then it's Ford. Yeah. An outlandish, uh, an out there one is that it's
1: Juliet, uh, the man in black's uh, wife, which is a weird one too. But that's, right. I, I, and I don't know how I would feel about that. Oh, I when I said two things, I was wrong. Three things. There was a, uh, a version of cream by the Wu-Tang clan in this episode. That's, a, mm. that's amazing. Oh, and then number three, this was the last of the screener episodes. After this, we're in open water. Nobody has seen next week's episode in the world, except for the people who made it. I want to say something. Okay, this is a podcast that that you star in, so (laughs) (laughs) this is your perfect opportunity
0: to have a voice. So if we want to get super specific and pedantic, William said that Logan OD'd. He never said that Logan died, right? Is this the Stannis thing? This is the
1: this is the Game <laughs> of Thrones. You didn't see his head. Logan is off. is
0: in that that red brain ball. Ooh,
1: I like that. I don't think the Man in Black had any reason to lie in that moment, and I think that Logan well, he, is dead. He
0: didn't lie. He said he OD'd. He didn't say he died.
1: I uh, I know, but I think he meant that he died. <laughs> I I think if it I think it cheapens it if he's not dead. I hope he's dead. I hope he's really dead. I hope we get to see Ben Barnes more in flashbacks. I and I hope we get to see Jimmy Simpson and and Ben Barnes next to each other for seasons on seasons. I hope the the there uh, there was this uh, conversation this week that on the internet's about uh, the multiple timelines. Like, do you feel like eventually that there should be a season without multiple timelines? And I said no. I said like the you know intertwining the past and present and smashing them up against each other and seeing how they affect each other and how they are informing decisions and characters and story arcs and and archetypes within like entire genres that they can cover over the uh, one show because of the nature of the worlds uh, i don't know i i think i don't know where i was going with that where did i start with that <laughs>
0: So I think you're right. This is this is a feature of the show now. This is right. not this is not like, "Oh, this is our clever way to open season 1." Like, no, this is this is how the show goes.
1: Right. It's the actual identity
0: of the show. It's like Also, you know, it's many the of these show. people worked on another little art house project called Lost which you might remember was not told in a straight A to B fashion. What door, dude? Seriously, what door? And uh, what's the deal with that smoke monster? Oh, dude, what if Lost was just a park in Westworld the whole time? And instead of taking a train there, your plane crashes. (laughs) Yeah, park four is purgatory. Oh, my God. You're
1: like bringing up. That's like it's like bringing up a bad date. It feels like. How dare you?
0: I just want crossovers all right I want everything to cross over into everything and I want them to go to Albuquerque world and run into West Walter White
1: oh I thought you were like gonna be go real deep and do Albuquerque world and run into the song by weird Al
0: <laughs> yeah well obviously there would be an orchestral version of that by ramen Jwadi playing in the background
1: right and then Wu Tang clan as his backup singers uh do do I smell a Grammy I think I do <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, thanks for listening guys. If you just listened, that means a lot to us. If you want to go the extra mile, you could follow us on Twitter, you could follow us on SoundCloud, you could give us a review, 5 stars only, on the Apple Podcast app, which will help people find us. We're wow. also on Patreon now if you want to support us in that way. Wow. And if you want to send us crazy comments or theories to talk about on the show, you can tweet us at, at @WestWorldRyan or you can email us Westworld podcast at gmail.com so we can talk about it here on the show. That's usually where you say something like, send us things! Send us things! Was that there good enough go. for you,
1: James? Yeah, yeah, Did yeah, I now, meet your expectations, Dad? <laughs> Next week's episode is called Phase Space. What do you think that means?
0: Phase Space. Obviously we're going to Space World, uh, the uh, amusement park ride in Epcot. Looking forward to that.
1: A multidimensional space in which each axis corresponds to one of the coordinates required to specify the state of a physical system, all the coordinates being thus represented so that a point in space corresponds to a state of the system. After reading that Wikipedia sentence, I understand it
0: 0%. Directed by Tariq Saleh and written by To Be Announced. I'm James. Wow,
1: okay, and I'm Ryan. And this is the Westworld podcast.
0: (laughs) Is everything all right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that again, but I just really... No, you know what? I'm keeping it.